from San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about how and why it matters that you tell the truth as you shine a light on your marriage. And as we open every One Extraordinary Marriage show, we start with a quote. And this quote, uh, I just want you to sit and just listen to every word because they're so powerful. This quote says, One lie is all it takes for someone to lose their faith in you. The best that you can do is always be upfront, always be real, and always tell the truth. And that's what we're going to be talking about in today's show, this whole concept of being truthful in our marriage. And, you know, it's kind of crazy that we even have to talk about it, but our society is so filled with lies and untruths and um, little fudgings, I guess you could say, that we do need to talk about telling the truth and what it means to tell the truth in your marriage and why it's so important. But before we get there, this show this week is sponsored by one... Ah, not one extraordinary marriage. It's sponsored by engaged marriage. And, and you know, those of you that are listening to the show when it first comes out, Valentine's day is right around the corner. So wouldn't you want to know the five simple steps to the perfect love letter? Why not surprise your husband or wife with that love letter this Valentine's day? You can use the perfect love letter checklist to bring back the romantic spark. Plus, get information on how to never get stuck on what to write about, discover the secret ingredients to craft the perfect love letter, no matter how uncreative you think you are, exactly what to say to make your spouse melt every time. Are you curious? I know I like getting a love letter and I bet you there are husbands and wives everywhere that would love to receive one this Valentine's Day. So go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash love letter to get your free download today. So this hug, this is the first time this has happened to us. We actually got a hug via LinkedIn and uh, it was great. Somebody that Tony's connected with and he sent us this hug and he says, Hey, Tony, I want to say as a married man, you hit the nail on the head with what we as men are thinking and wanting to say. Open communication is something that we are working on in our marriage. The strategies I hear in the podcast, and then he puts in parentheses, I have all five years worth still playing catch up has helped me open up and express how I feel versus bottling it up. I shared it with my newlywed brother and try to tell everyone I can about you guys. I pray that you and your family be super blessed in this ministry. Keep on doing what you guys are doing. I plan on making it to the love you guys wall really soon. Make it a great day. Awesome. And love I'm, it. And I'm so glad that you brought up the love you guys wall because we are getting pictures, uh, you know, a couple pictures coming in every day. And I know later this week, we'll post another, another snapshot of the wall. But if you haven't gotten your picture up there and you want to be like this husband and make it up on the love you guys wall, all you have to do is send us the highest resolution picture that you can send it to info at one And then just put love you guys pick in the subject line and yep. we will get it up there on the wall so that you too can be on the love you guys wall of fame. 
Mm -hmm. And I just want to say thank you so much. Um, you know, being truthful, which is what we're talking about today is, is tough. Um, but I, I just am thankful that you see the truth that I share because one thing that I believe for me and I hopefully for you guys is that when we shed light, when we tell the truth, we don't carry all this burden and being able to talk to you guys to share this truth, to open up and be real and be honest. And we can be this in our, in our marriages is that we become stronger. Yes. We become, we become mm -hmm. so intertwined with our spouse that we don't have to ever worry of the divorce word coming up, that we build a foundation on truth and love and that we continue to grow. And so I, I know for myself, it, it's been tough at times. Mm -hmm. And yet every time I do it, I get stuff like this. And that's why we hope with what we share with you today that you will also think twice before you say a lie mm -hmm. and instead tell the truth. So over the last few weeks, those of you that have been tuning in, um, the last three episodes dealt with premature ejaculation, delayed ejaculation, and erotica. Three pretty heavy topics in terms of just how people process it, how they think about it, and whether or not they're being completely honest with their spouse. And so on top of that, I also have a number of coaching clients that I'm working with. And, and most of the time when I start working with clients, Truth is definitely a factor in what's going on in their relationship. And I should actually say lack of truth, um, be it in regards to infidelity, be it in regards to finances, be it in regards to pornography, any of these types of things. And so we're running into this time and time again, mm -hmm. where you know, societally, I will tell you, I am on Facebook. And Facebook presents the pretty picture, right? We don't put bad stuff up on Facebook unless we're like trying to get sympathy or, you know, we don't put that up. We put the perfect picture, right? You know, our kids got this award, you know, honey got this promotion at work. We got a new car. We got a new house. Perfect. Not the fact that we're struggling, you know, or even in our relationships with, you know, our husbands and wives, you know, maybe we just kind of fudge the truth. Like, I, I want to say something about Facebook, which is very interesting. I have a massage therapist that I go see once a month mm -hmm. and the work that she and I do together, it's not just massage. It's actually like some therapy. We're, we're actually working through um, some of my past issues where I'm at right now. And so the last time I went in, she's like, Hey, everything, I mean, checking out on Facebook, everything's looking great. You know, you're, you're doing your writing and you're doing some parkour and you're, you guys are doing this. And she's like, really? It's like, what's up? Called out. You know, and it was that call out right there that made me just sit back for a little bit and go, you know what? It would be really easy just to go, everything's good. And yet I knew that there are some things that I was struggling with. And so instead of going, everything's good. I, and, and I did say, hey, a lot is going good. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that's great that's happening. And I think we need to celebrate that more and more because sometimes Facebook just becomes a sorrow place. But anyways, um, you know, I want us to celebrate that. And yet I did tell her, hey, you know what? This is where, where I'm, I'm just sort of, get, I'm, I'm, I'm just struggling with, you know, I, I have this recording playing on and on in my head and, you know, and so 
during that session, we're able to go through this and talk about it and, and deal with it. Mm-hmm. And so that way we can start opening up and shining the light on it. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing that our marriages need to be. They don't, they shouldn't be this place where fudging happens or the little white lies, the, you know, it's not that big a deal if I don't tell him or her about, you know, that little purchase or this little thing that happened at work. It's no big deal. Well, just going back to those last three shows, right? Right. Premature ejaculation. That's as, as a guy, I challenge you, if you are struggling with this, that you allow your spouse to know what's happening. I'm sure she already does. I mean, I I would be surprised if she didn't, but you being able to tell her, hey, this is what's happening and I'm struggling with it. Delayed. As a wife, if if this is going on and you feel like this is just going on and on and on, maybe time to just tell your husband, hey, we got to figure this out a little bit Mm -hmm. because you just pumping for 30 minutes is two hours or two hours or whatever it is. It's not gratifying anymore. You know, the erotica, if you're viewing it, reading it, last week when Elisa brought that up, that it was just a few years ago that she stopped reading those books. That was truth being, that was truth right there on the show. You guys heard it before Tony did. I mean, simultaneously with Tony. Right. I mean, and it took me aback a little bit on the show that by the time Elisa ran through it, I was like, whoa, 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 we need to talk about this. And so this week, we had a chance to talk about that. I wanted to know more about it. I wanted to understand and where she was now with it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the kind of thing that as you start to build truth into the fabric of your marriage, it becomes a place where you can safely share what's going on. You know, a lot of you are, are just where that quote was at the beginning of the show, at the top of the show, when it says, one lie is all it takes to break someone's faith in you. A lot of you have done that lie. And so you know that trust is an issue in your marriage. You know that your communication is struggling because of lies, because of half-truths, because of you know trying to put up the perfect picture, be it on Facebook or you know with the person that you share a bed with. You know, these are all issues that are coming to light. I mean, we had somebody respond to us in regard to the show last week on erotica. And she said, you know, when the show went up, she said, I, I, you know, apparently a group of her and her friends happened to all listen to the One Extraordinary Marriage show. So yay for that. Yeah. Um, But she said, I just listened to the erotica podcast and friends of mine had posted about their lack of support. In my own testimony and experience, this was my response. I confess that I read the books. I lost myself while reading them as well. And I can speak from experience and in volume that this is just one of Satan's many steps in destroying relationships. Luckily, our God is forgiving and merciful God, and he helped me back to the path I should have never let my mind leave in the first place. This is something I will no longer support. I was convinced, and I want you to, be, I want you to hear the lies that come out of this and, and how she is embracing the truth. She said, I was convinced and deceived that because it wasn't on TV, that meant it wasn't porn. Okay. Flat out. That was a lie. Mm-hmm. Porn comes in many, many shapes and forms. And so this gal is walking in the truth now. And she says, you know, anything that changes your mind into a lustful state is porn. I'm so thankful that God stepped in before Satan took over. Thank you for taking charge on this subject. My husband and I have come so far just by listening to your podcast. 
But here's a gal who she was willing to like pull off the masks and speak truth into her girlfriends who are saying, well, I'm not going to support that. You know, 50 shades. There's no problem with 50 shades. And she said, you know what? I've been there. And that's what we need to do sometimes in our marriage. We need to say, you know what? I've been here. And maybe it's not a pretty picture. Because me reading erotica in the last few years, and I, you know, when I was explaining to Tony how that happened, you know, I would never have had a book on my nightstand. But I, you know, it's within the last four years, I think that you got me the Kindle. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like I said in last week's show, I mean, you've got a Kindle. Nobody sees the book. Heck, I don't even see the book covers. I like go, I, you know, I find something that sounds interesting and I download it to my Kindle and I'm off and running. And so I, I never thought, you know, thought, well, I'm never going to get caught. You know, this can just be my little secret. And yet, as our marriage has grown, as we were sharing that show with each and every one of you, you know what? I knew that I needed in that moment to say, guess what? I've done this too. I'm not, I'm not blameless. I I have done things in my marriage. And a lot of you need to get to that place where you can say, you know what, honey, here's who I am. And that's really, really scary. And I will tell you, I know mm-hmm. it's scary because we have sat across our kitchen table from each other and shared stuff that shakes you to your core. It's scary. It's scary. I, I will tell you that early mm-hmm. on when we were we were in the process of writing the book, I think we had, st- I can't remember if we'd started the podcast or not when you, when we'd, I'll, I'll give you the background where I'm going with this. It took a second to look at me like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we'd just gotten off the phone with our business coach. It was a morning that our daughter was at preschool. Our son was at school. And Tony looks at me and he says, I have to tell you something. And I'm telling you, you know, we all go through it. You all are like, oh, nothing good comes after that phrase. Sure enough, he starts relaying what happened when he would travel on business to the East Coast many, many years ago in our marriage, like in the, like eight years prior when he was sharing this. And I'm telling you, that sucker punch rippled through my entire being. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at him and I said, the book's on hold. This is when we were writing Strip Down. I'm like, the book's on hold. I need to go pick up our daughter and I just need to process this. Uh-huh. And I will tell you that the entire five-minute drive, I am praying. I'm just praying, God, let this, let, let us figure this out because this is a truth that is really, really hard for me right now. And you're going to feel like that. There are going to be times when your spouse tells you something and you're going to feel completely overwhelmed by what that truth is. Yeah, and I think, when we when we're going to get into some of these baby steps on how do you start telling each other the truth because you may be married for a year or 40 years and these little white lies have come in and it's okay if I don't tell him or her and it just keeps perpetuating itself mm-hmm. and so we're going to get into some of these baby steps and one thing I will say though is that um it takes time and so allow yourself to be able to go through this key though divorce is off the table mm-hmm. right we have to take that off the table because if we don't then everything i say if i take off my mask if i'm if i'm being honest with you in a particular area that is painful for me to even share if i'm willing to share my heart and my soul i need to know that whatever I say, you're not walking out that door and you're not leaving me. Because if you're going to do that, then why am I going to bring it up? Right? And, and that's the argument a lot of you use. 
because the two of you haven't taken divorce off the table. And so you really need to have that conversation first and foremost. We are taking divorce off the table. You know our stance. If you're a new listener and you don't know our stance, our stance is things happen in marriage. And hey, we're going to have these little squabbles, these arguments, lies that we've kept from one another. Those aren't really reasons for divorce. Now, if you're in a physically abusive relationship, an emotionally abusive relationship, please get yourself help. Get out of there because you do not need to be hurt in this process. So please understand that, folks. If you're in a relationship that's plateaued, you're just sort of humming along, you know, you, you barely talk to your spouse or when you do, it's it's just sort of like, eh, well, he's not going to care if I say this or that or whatever. You you need to change. You, you need to, you know, make some drastic change in your marriage if you desire to have an extraordinary one. And, you know, I love what Tony just said right there. You need to change because this all starts with you. It's so common for people in marriages to look at their spouse and say, he needs to do this. She needs to do this. And I was just talking to a gal this morning. We were having a strategy session and yeah, we were talking about this and I said, you know, the first thing that needs to change is you. It's you because guess what? You can't control his response. You can only control what you do and, and guys, vice versa. You can't control her response. You can only control what you're doing. So how do you start to tell the truth, right? How do you personally start to take those baby steps, start to do something different than what you've been doing? Because most of you, if you find yourself in this place, it is, it is built up over time. This is not like this was just the first time, you know, she asked if you liked her meatloaf and you're like, yes, honey, when you're trying to gag it down, you know, yeah. that <laughs> first thing, state of our marriage conversation, Absolutely. you know, divorce is off the table, go to the site, type divorce is off the table and you'll find that. Or if you're in iTunes, you, you can Google Stitcher. divorce is off the table. It's the first thing that shows up in Google. Oh, there you go. I, I, I did cool. that the other day. And, um, so very cool. So that's the first one I would say. Listen to that show together, separately, have a conversation. Let's, let's do this. It's amazing how many people, how many couples we come up to and we say, Hey, have you taken divorce off the table? Have you actually talked about it? They're, they're looking at us blank stares. Like what, what, what are you talking about? And don't assume, cause I actually had this conversation with a couple mm -hmm. I was coaching last week. Don't assume that because divorce is off the table for you, but you haven't talked about it, that divorce is off the table for your marriage. Mm -hmm. Because until you actually say, is this, is this where our focus is going to be? And, and verbalize it out loud. This is one of those times where body language is not working, that you take it off the table. That's where it's got to come. The second thing is, is that you need to start communicating with one another again about more than the bills and the groceries and the kids' schedules, right? And, and some of you are sitting there going, great, Elisa, you've said we need to talk more and I have no idea what to talk about. We haven't talked in years. We're like this whole idea of being truthful. Yeah, there's some big stuff, but like, I don't even know mm -hmm. what to do. And I want you to know we've heard you because those of you that are listening to this right now, you're not the first person to tell us that. You're not the first couple 
that has struggled with how do we rebuild this communication piece? And we started hearing from so many of you that we said, we got to do something, right? You guys need a resource. And so we created one for you. I mean, it's, you ask for it, we create it. That's the way it goes. And so it's called connect like you did when you first met 101 proven questions for couples. And this is an ebook. So, you know, you go to the website, you go to connect like you did.com, you buy it. It's $7. It gets, you know, you get a link to download it. It's all electronic. Nothing comes in the mail. You don't have to wait for the mailman and, you know, like stock the mailman. You just check your email. Like after you hit, you know, submit and you're good to go. And here's, here's the beauty of this. When you haven't talked, really talked to one another in a long time, sometimes these heavy topics like erotica or pornography or ejaculation problems, those feel completely overwhelming. Right. And we know because we've had those conversations and there are times when, you know, Tony starts like flexing his hands because his palms are getting all sweaty. That's when I know he's having anxiety about something. And my stomach just does the whole like backflip thing. This book has all different types of questions. It has the heavy ones, right? The ones that are going to make you sit down. It also has the really fun ones. You know, talk about dreaming again. You know, like if we had to go on vacation, where would you, you know, if we had to, if we're, we're going to go on vacation this year, where do you want to go? What do you want to do with our lives when the kids grow up? How should we plan our finances? Right. And so what these allow you to do is that every conversation doesn't have to be heavy. What we want you to be able to do is be able to sit with your spouse and instead of saying, I don't know, because you probably know and you've just got into this habit of saying, I don't know, it's a, it's a way to deflect anything and just put it back onto your spouse. It starts to teach you guys to instead say, I don't know or whatever. It allows you to start going truthfully, honestly, you know, I want to go to Montana this year. You know, I, I want to go sit on the beach in the Bahamas. I, I want to go hang out at Disneyland with you for a couple of days. You know, whatever that may be. But we're, what we want to you to be able to do is instead of saying, I don't know, or I don't care, or whatever, which is, again, a deflection, you're actually engaging your spouse. And you're telling the truth. It's you. You make that choice. You have the opportunity to say, you know what? I am going to, instead of saying something that's going to be a deflection, I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to just let it be known that this is where what I'd like to go do. Now, is it going to happen? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, those are for further questions and, and deciding if it fits into your budget, into your time frame, and all that jazz. But for right now, it gets you going. You hear Lisa and I talk so fluidly at times now, but it's five years in. Mm -hmm. We still learn from each other. We're still asking and answering questions of each other. And so to expect that you're going to be where we are on the first time you pick up Connect like you did when you first met is a little crazy. But if you keep asking and answering these questions and other questions that may come up because of it, you can be able to tell the truth and it will set you free. You're not going to be burdened by everything that you, you say or think, or man, I told her this, but really it's that. And then she asked me again and now it's another story. And now I got to, you know, I've been there. That, that's why I can like 
I'm thinking through this and how I used to just go, oh, well, it was that and it was this shell and game. it was this. Total and, shell game. So that's the first place to start. And here's the thing, and I want to be very clear because we do get a lot of questions on how to use this tool because you get it and it comes down. And and so first and foremost, let me tell you that there, there are only a couple of actual rules. One is that you're only tackling one, maybe two questions a day. I really would prefer you to stick with one, especially as you're getting started because it can feel overwhelming. And let's remember, right. you know, marriage is a marathon. It's not a sprint. If you were like a couch potato all winter, you didn't do anything. You wouldn't get up on the first day of spring and go try and run a marathon. You'd have a heart attack. It would be painful. But if you went out for a walk around the neighborhood for 10 or 15 minutes, you could probably do that. That's the same thing with these questions, right? You're not going to get the 101 questions. And actually there's bonus questions in there. So it's more than 101. We give you all kinds of bonus questions. You're going to take one question. And here's the other rule. You're only looking at 10 or 15 minutes. You're not going to sit down and have the marathon conversation of two to three hours. Now, if you both decide, like I read a hug a few weeks ago with a husband who got connect, he and his wife sat down, they were just going to do one question. Well, they find themselves 40 minutes later having an amazing conversation that ends up leading to sex. I mean, it was the best just, sex they had in like 10 years. Yeah. I mean, it was like this crazy thing. Now, I just want to say that does not happen for everyone. So don't have that as your expectation. It can happen. Right. It can happen. But, you know, the other question that a lot of people come back to us, and I, I know we're getting to the end of the show, but I really want to address this, is what happens if my spouse is reluctant to have a conversation with me? What happens if my, you know, like I get this book and my husband or my wife just doesn't want to. And I will say first and foremost, your spouse knows there's trouble in the marriage. Okay. They know, you know, you may be just coexisting. It may be combative. It may be argumentative. Maybe the silent treatment, your spouse knows. And so what I would say to that is one, ask your spouse for 10 minutes. Let him or her know this is like a fixed amount of time. I, I'm not, set the timer if you have to. People, every device we have now has a timer on it. Set the timer. You get five minutes, he gets five minutes. She gets five minutes, however it works out. And then the other way that you can make this very easy for them is allow them to have the copy of the book, right? So that they get to pick out the questions. Because a lot of times when somebody's reluctant, it's because they have no idea what you're going to zing them with. And they're expecting a zinger. Like, right. why is our sex life so abysmal? Okay, that's not in there. Right. Not in there. You know, what would you like to try sexually? You know, and those types of questions. But when you allow your spouse who is more reluctant to be the one to start asking the questions first, guess what? You give them a sense of control over this experience. You allow them to, you know, scroll through and say, you know what? I like number 67, which is fine because you don't have to go in order. Or 69. Or 69. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's kind of ironic that I picked 67 and not 69. I know. And that's one thing that Elisa was just was going to say. You don't have to go in order. Mm -hmm. There's no reason that you have to go one through 101. You know, it might be one of those things that, you know, you get a random, there, there's those random. Um, oh, the um, like the random number generator? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it says how many numbers and it's, you know, you can put 101, hit the randomness, it comes up with five. Or you hit it again and it comes up with, you know, 58 or what have you. So that way you guys don't feel like, oh my gosh, we got to do one today and two tomorrow or three tomorrow or what, what have you. Just, hey, pick them. 
And yes, as as an as a reluctant spouse, you know, pick it, find one, you know, just go for it, um, and answer truthfully. At the end of the day, that's the most important thing. It doesn't matter which question you answer. It doesn't matter how many minutes you take to answer. What matters is that you use this tool to start answering questions truthfully with your spouse so that when you do get into those questions that are heavier, when you have those circumstances come up in your marriage that are more difficult, that you've been practicing the skill of being truthful. Because if I can honestly tell you that my favorite meal, you know, my favorite place to go out to eat is sushi, then when you say I want to go out for Indian food and I'm like, okay, that sounds good, you're going to know that I'm just blowing smoke, right? So the little things build up to the bigger things. And when it becomes safe for you to say, you know what, I really don't like that type of food or I really want to go here on vacation, then you can build up to I'm having this struggle at work. I'm feeling disconnected from you. I made this mistake financially. And you will have already known that here's how we, here's how we flow through that. That's how I could deliver that note or that note, that comment about me reading erotica last week and not have it be, you know, World War Three in our house. Mm-hmm. It was okay. We, you know, show's over. We need to talk about that sometime this week, and we did. And it was safe for me to do so. And that's we want you guys to be safe. We want your marriage to be a safe place for you to talk and be vulnerable. So go check it out at connectlikeyoudid.com. You know, if you've got questions, hit us up at uh, oneextraordinarymarriage at gmail.com. No, info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Guys, it makes him absolutely nuts when I do that. I was thinking the love you guys picture and then I flipped somewhere else. See, truth, truth. I drive my husband nuts. For those of you that drive your husband nuts, you're in good company. Pick it up this week, guys. You know, one question. If you can get through one question this week, it will be a success. Because you start with one and you build up on that. So start. Don't wait. Your marriage can't afford it. We love you guys. I got nothing more to say. She hit it. Go for it. The truth shall set you free. So let it. Get it out there. Start working on it. It's a journey that you are going to be on. Yourself. Not pointing at your spouse. Not saying, hey, you need to tell the truth. No. Look at, look at yourself and go, I need to tell the truth. So go out there, make it happen. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week.